What's good, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood webcast or podcast. I don't know how you're consuming this content, but if you're watching video or you listen to the audio, we appreciate it. Um, this is our next episode. This is an amazing episode we have coming up for you. Before I get started, though, I want to say what's up to my partner, Corey. Corey, what's good? What's going on, Jim? Man, I ain't got no complaints. I'm chilling, man. Listen, this is a special episode for a lot of reasons. This brother's story is very inspiring. Um, and a lot of people out there, man, make sure you share this content because you never know whose life this could change. Um, so, like I said, we're on video as well as podcasts. Wherever you're listening or watching, make sure you please share these stories. Please give us feedback. Let us know how you feel. And let us know if there's anybody that you think that we should talk to. Um, but this brother right here, man, I, he's going to tell a story in a minute. But we got Malik Brown of E1SP Trucking on. This guy is an entrepreneur. He owns his own trucking company. But even beyond that, it's not just that he owns trucks. He actually purchases the, he purchased the land where the trucks rest on. So a lot of people I know who own trucks, um, and that's one of the businesses I'm personally actually trying to um, look into getting into. But I talk to people all the time, and they talk about having to pay to park their trucks or whatever. So he actually went and acquired the land and set the trucks. But he has a, a flourishing trucking business, and he's employing people in the community. And um, one of the ways that, well, actually, the first time me and Corey met this brother, we were actually all doing a community service at a youth detention center and speaking, um, you know, life into the children there. And, and he was there volunteering his time. So I um, want to salute him for that. But also, I just want to welcome Malik. Malik Brown, what's going on, Malik? How are you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, man, you have a very inspiring story, man. But we're going to start from the beginning. Um, where were you born and raised, uh, you know, and, and, you know, give us a little bit about that. Well, I'm from Germantown, man, Hain Street, you know, Four Deuce. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, knucklehead coming up to the streets, man, you know, trying to get a dollar, you know, doing whatever we had to do, whatever, you know, you know, not ban laws and stuff like that, man, you know, just running around. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have the story like a lot of people, um, you know, right. in, the in the streets or what have you. Um, but now you actually um, own a flourishing business, man. And you made a lot of people proud about how you turn things around. Can you tell people what happened to lead you well, to the point where you got into the business? Well, let's, I'm, I, I want to start from the beginning. I okay. Start from the beginning. Okay. Where though, the way I came up, the way I came up was, it was in the streets like everybody else. But I went to school. You know what I mean? Okay. I went to school and I read a little bit and, you know, my, you know, my math, my homework and all that. But me, you know, trying to be something that I wasn't, running and chasing around, you know, the, the older the older G's and all that, introduced myself to the cops. You know what I'm saying? My profile to the cops, getting locked up and all that. So when, you know, I got locked up a little, you know, a little stuff, a little drugs and little guns and stuff like that. But when they came and locked me up for a big case for a homicide, you know, after they was joking, you know, after they was going to be like, all right, you know, just turn around, you know, but they was dead serious. Because mm -hmm. I was introduced, you know, my, my, my profile and I was introduced in that neighborhood and carrying guns and, and doing this and that. So it wasn't nothing for them to say, you know what? We ain't got nobody for this case, man. Let's let's let's, let's try this dude right here. He, he fit the profile. He he carried guns in his neighborhood. He easily could have done it. So when they locked me up, they locked me up for a crime that I didn't do. They locked me up for a homicide in 99 that I didn't do. Now, everybody uh -huh. in Germantown was like, you know, that knew me. Was like, yo, what the hell? Like, you know, what happened? And they come to find out, you know, we find out who really did it. But I'm already locked up for the crime. I'm already doing, you know, doing fighting for my life for the crime. So I wound up beating it in 2003, and they appealed it. The state appealed it, and they won the appeal. So they locked me back up again. Wow. Twice. 
Wow. They locked me back up again twice for a body that I didn't do. So now I'm fighting a, I'm fighting a body again. You know, and now forget about it. And when you go to when you go to court, man, trying to fight with these lawyers and all that with the homicide, you talking about, you know, thirty five, forty thousand, fifty thousand, unless you don't have that money, then you go in there with a you know, a court appointed. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, this then you know, you know what that's like. I mean, you know. Yeah. So we talking about, you know, I mean, you know, people family and all that stuff trying to, you know, get up and, and, and trying to help you out or whatever you got to do. So the second time me being, you know, being locked up, I don't have it in me no more. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. You know, I don't have the, the energy anymore. So I just took the plea for a crime that I did not even commit because I seen it. I seen it. You know, I, I kind of seen it like, oh, man, this, this, this might not go good. Mm -hmm. So I took a plea on a crime that I didn't commit. Now, everybody know in Germantown, you know, they knew me, whatever. You know, like this dude took a, I took a plea for a 10 to 20. I had about five years in. I did it when I went up top, I went upstate. That's what I met, you know what I mean? All kinds of dudes, man, doing all kinds of time for the same crime that I was, that I was got to take a plea for. Dude's <laughs> got life and 50 years in and 40 years. And that, that right there, man, like kind of, you know, really changed my mindset. Like, man, I would never ever put myself in that predicament again. When I go out there, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. But when I came home, I came home from jail, I came home in 2012. I was cooking, even though I hated it. I hated cooking. But it, you know, it was cutting the check. So after that fell, I moved to Atlanta for about two years. Mm -hmm. And I'm out there just partying. I mean, I'm just, you know, just, I'm just existing. And I, I used to see my man, my man Ann Walsh, to come down to Atlanta about every other month. He was truck driving. And every time I seen him, man, he had this big, like every time I see he got this big smile on his face. So I asked him, I said, y'all, why are you always smiling? Man, what's, so, what's so funny? And he told me, he said, listen, man, I'm driving trucks, man, I love it. He said, I'm making money, I love it, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got to, you know, he's like, you should look into it. I'm like, man, I ain't driving no truck. I That's a white man. I'm thinking, you know, white man with a beard, a fat white, Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. I'm yeah. like, nah, I ain't doing white man, just that. Man, listen. He said, listen, bro, if you ever see, if you serious about it, you go home, go to Philly, go back to Philly. I was just out of Atlanta, just existing. He said, go to Philly, go to the school. He said, I'm going to tell you who to ask for. I went up there, asked for such and such. The school was $5,000. They said, listen, give us $1,000, and we're running your credit, and we'll charge you $180 a month. But come on in. I gave him 1000 I scraped that 1000 up, a couple, couple hundred for my mom, and was selling uh, – selling pies and cakes and all mm -hmm. that. And I got the thousand. I got the thousand. Went to truck school and they charged me a dollar, $179 a month. I graduated in three months, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this was this was a crazy thing. It was me, Carrie, which is your partner, uh -huh. me, Carrie, and Khalid. We was going to a funeral, a uh, Puggy funeral. Puggy, uh, he died. We went to his funeral. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. And I was talking about, I was so excited that my test was coming up for, for you know, for the CDL. I'm like, yo, man, I'm going to CDL. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. We in the car. So all three of us, we come mm -hmm. to the funeral. So about a couple of weeks later, Khalil said, yo, Carrie, looking for you. I said, well, what do you want? He said, something about the CDL, you, you know, something about the job. At the time, I didn't have my CDL. I think I had about another week. So I said, all right, well, I'm, a, I, I'm not going to holler at him until I got my CDL. At the same time, the guy that, introduced me to trucking was like listen man you can come when you get a cdl come with us come with the company yeah so i'm saying you know we can i can you can you can drive with me i can train you da, da, da. so i'm like all right that's 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 the move mm -hmm. until i forgot that 
I forgot I had a record. I forgot that I just I got a fresh That's crazy. on my record. Yeah. I press CDL thinking of the CDL, but they run your jet, they run your criminal record too. They, they want to mm-hmm. know who you is. So they run you and run you. Oh, this guy is homicide on dog. And, and, and mind you, mind you, not to cut you off, but mind you, this is something that you didn't even do, right? And the right. reason I bring that up is because we, we know there's brothers out here who were caught up in the system for things that they didn't do. Right. Um, right. And the same thing happens to. But yeah, go ahead. Keep finishing your story. Right. So, so I'm like, all right. So another week later, I got my CDL. I'm talking about this. It's, so, it, it's fresh. Like the ink is the ink running up. Off the joint. I got I to gotta fan it off. That's how fresh it is. <laughs> my first thing was, I'm going to go find Khalid, which is Carrie's cousin. Mm-hmm. So I see Khalid like, yo, what, uh, what's up with Carrie? What Carrie was talking about? So he's like, I'm going to call him now. So Carrie was like, I'm going to call you a uh, little day. I'm at work this next. So he called me. He's like, listen, man, um, you know, uh, I heard you got the CDL. I'm like, yeah. He said, listen, I got a truck. So I said, oh, you, you, you drive? He was like, no, nah, I don't drive. Like, what you mean? He's like, he's, like, I, he's like, I seen I had a business opportunity and I took it. He said, I also have a trailer, a car carrier. So I'm like, huh? I said, you don't not drive. He's like, no. Nah. I said, so I said, so what you what you what you doing with it? I said, nothing. He said, I I brought that. Well, like, man, like he said, I brought that for dudes that's coming home, hopefully that they can try to get in position with something. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, and listen, right man. Right back, and listen, man. Um Carrie's K- K- a solid dude, man. And it, for the funny thing is, right, so Carrie is my partner in real estate. He's your partner right. in trucking, and right. that's, the, that's the connection there. But right. it's funny because the name of your trucking company is so real. Like, it'll probably take me a year or so to try to get Carrie on the show because he's so, he's so low-key and laid back. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> but, exactly. the, but the name of your company is called E1SP, and that's everyone's right. solid partner, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly, exactly what he is. That's exactly <laughs> what he is. But, uh, right. but yeah, yeah, so, and okay. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And me knowing his character, uh, you know, if it was any other type dude, I'd be like, you know, oh, well, we gotta, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about his character is, 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 is I, I can't even really put it in words. Yeah, you're so, you know solid, man? solid brother. You're solid brother. I can't really put it in words. So I'm like, man, if he say something, then that's real. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you know, let, let me, let me see the truck. He showed me the truck. I'm looking like, oh, this is. This can't be real. Like I, I, I'm talking about no company. I never worked for no company. I, I, I got a fresh CDL. It's things that I don't even know how to do. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm fresh out of school. Mm-hmm. So let's fast forward. He said, well, you know, and I, it, it wasn't no paperwork. No, we did. We shook hands. Listen, that's, and we shook hands. And, and I'm talking about, we talking about four and a half years ago, four, you know, and it was, you know, his personality and my personality. He was the he was the like the paper dude and then I and I hit these streets running. That mm-hmm. one truck, that one truck, it was just a, you know a regular truck, no bed, no just two seats in it with the car carrier. Man, listen, man, I hit the road, I hit the road so hard, man. I'm talking days that I didn't even go home. I used to sleep sideways in the truck. If I see people, you know, what company you work for? This, 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 that, because we was working off the internet, mm-hmm. making next to nothing. You know, the note, the note was eighteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. When we first started, man, we wasn't even really covering that. He used to come out his pocket, bro. Yeah. He used to come out his pocket and pay me, bro. Because he knew I he knew I was on a roll. And I'm like, he used to come out his pocket and pay me, bro. That's amazing. That's and amazing. That, that that one truck I seen I seen this dude riding down the street. 
one time. And I'm like, man, I'm like, yo, I think I know you. I'm like, yo, what do you work for? He like, such and such. So I'm like, all right, well, let me, uh, let me, let me get the number. I went up there. Dude was like, man, listen, you know, we do this next and that. I, I'm lying. Like, oh, yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. I said, just put me with somebody for a day. He put me with somebody for one day. I took the car carry off because they, they had their own trailers. I took that car carry off and parked it. That one truck, I turned that one truck into five. Nice. That nice. one truck we had, I turned it into five trucks. Every year, every year, because we, we had a contract doing flowers, and that's when we really got busy. I would make, you know, I would make uh, 20 grand a week, 20 something grand a week. Mm-hmm. And that from March to June, I would buy a truck every year. Some some years I would buy two trucks. Yeah. And I just kept going and going and going. And the, now as I start growing, the ideal employee that I wanted, I didn't want nobody that didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody to understand my struggle. I didn't want anybody that, that had this pristine license or pristine record i wanted somebody to say man you know what man i i, I just need a chance i hired a dude they have no experience but he had something his eyes he told me man listen man i'm hungry mm-hmm. just give me a chance man just i said all right i'm gonna put you with a driver i put him with a driver for a month he went and took his test he went and took his permit test you know so he could so he could just please drive yeah he learned how to drive he got his license. Now he's my head driver. He make two thousand. He make two thousand a week. Nice. And I he and see. And that's the thing. So 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 he looked out for you, and now you're paying it forward. But this is so many gems in, within that story you just told because yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of stuff in there. When, within people getting in position, you should always reach back and pull somebody else up because listen, man, our people, man, nobody's coming to save us. We have to save each other. So what you guys are building over there is 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 honorable, man, and you're putting people in position. To feed their family, man. It's nothing. It's nothing more revolutionary than that. People can get up all day long and they can march and they can, you know, get online and do all this stuff. But when you actually physically help someone feed their family, yeah, it's nothing yeah, more important than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you give somebody an opportunity to say, "Listen, man, this is the opportunity," and the way I pay people, I don't pay people per hour. I pay you per load, per car. You so your your pay is in your hands. I don't. I I, I won't put a cap on you and say. I won't put a cap on you. Say you can only move certain now. You can make as much money as you want to make. You're your own boss in every sense. I'm not calling you. You got your own truck. You got. I mean, you know, when it when it go down, I got the maintenance. But I'm not. You know, you feel so. I'm empowering dude to say the the to say you know what I can do this on my own. Because I tell a dude, listen, I'm not looking for employees. I'm looking for dudes that's hungry that want to get their own stuff. Yeah, you put, so you basically you treat them like a partner. You're partnering with him. You're not basically yeah. I treat him like a partner. I treat him like a partner. Man, that's, like a partner. that's Come so far. Make your own money. Make your own money. You pay your you pay your own taxes. Make your own money, and your money you can make how much you want to make. You can come to work when you want to come to work. Yeah, that's that's man. Listen, listen. Your story is so inspiring because, um, for one, you know, you talk about how just putting yourself on their radar led to you know will put you away for something that you didn't even do right. So now you're yeah. stuck in this system and you're going through all this, but you got yeah. an opportunity. Yeah. Right, and you went right. running. So my, my thing is, when you think about that, you, you don't know how many lives you may change just by doing this interview or when you actually go out there and speak. So salute to you too, because like we've seen you in the streets doing the work, talking to the people, because right. imagine if you would have had the knowledge you have now in trucking before all of that. Imagine where you would be at now if you had the, the gems and knowledge you have now. Well, you know what? I, I have the knowledge, but 
the knowledge ain't nothing without that hunger. That hustle. I was hungry. That hustle. Yeah. I was hungry. You understand what I'm saying? I was hungry. I said, man, listen, I seen it. I'm talking about dudes. The dude that trained me when I first started that contract, the dude that trained me, a couple years later, he he seen I had four trucks. He looked at me and said, I just, I just trained you on, I just trained <laughs> you. How'd you, how'd you get four trucks? <laughs> I just trained you. He said, man, that, he said, man, whoa. Because I didn't, I'm going to tell you something, man. This year was the first year that I actually went and brought a new car, brought a motorcycle. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. the first year I've done that. Yeah. The other years, I just kept taking my money, buying trucks, buying trucks. This land, this land was owned by the people that I run for. Mm. So tell that story. How did you how did you get to the point where you decided, you know what, I need to buy the land? Like what what what, what made you think well, about that? Well, in in trucking, it's a, it's I think it's four components that you want to master, that you want to have in your pocket. Trucking. Trucking, you need to you need to control what you what you what you what you're carrying. Right? You need a you need a a a a a, a, a buttload of, of whatever you're carrying. It can't run out. In my case, I carry cars, but I don't work for a car dealer. I work for a recycling company. Metal is on the Dow Jones. Metal ain't never going nowhere. They yeah. buy they buy metal. They're not buying cars. They buying metal in the form of cars. Okay. So I, that's never going anywhere. Recycling ain't never going nowhere. So I got that covered. I don't have to worry about next week. Oh man, it's, this 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 you know the the industry is declining. You know? uh, my my job is no. Metal is not going anywhere. Even when even when it goes down to Dow Jones, it, the price of metal goes down. I still don't feel it because they buy so much of it. Mm -hmm. So I got that part covered. The second one is maintenance. You go. You don't need to have your own mechanics because your trucks are going to break down. Yeah. Now, if you have a mechanic on deck, or if you have your own mechanic, that's two components that you got wrapped up. The third one is you need to house your truck somewhere. You need to put your truck in a place where though you don't have to worry about no tickets, vandalism, and all that stuff. Man, you don't have to worry about that. Now, while you're doing that, while I was looking for a place to house my own trucks, why not make some money on top of it? Right. Yeah, this okay. land is this land is six acres. Oh wow! I charge people two hundred dollars a spot to park their truck here. So they pay two hundred. Well, is it a week or a month? A month. Okay, you man. So you, truck here. so that's a whole nother stream of income. That's like you, like you basically like a landlord. Whole another stream of income. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, time, you got it going down. Right, because now, now what that does, what this, what that does, what this, what that does, me giving a truck lot introduces me to. What, what are you, what are you carrying? How you doing, bro? What's your name? <laughs> My name is Sam. Right. You know nice. Oh, yeah, I work over, I, we, we, we carry chickens. Are they high? Yeah, they do high. This is that. Okay, man, you understand? So it opens up. That's what this does. Nice, it nice. It opens it up. It opens me up to everything. So I didn't, the even, I didn't even think now, about that. That's dope. Right, That's the connection now crazy now. Because we got 75 people. I got 75 trucks in here. Nice. 75. Oh man, that's that was a power move. That's dope, uh -huh. man. That's Some that's a power move. Trash, right? Some people carry. Listen, it's I'm talking about. Listen, bro. I I literally have conversations about me to people that don't think because I I still drive. Mm -hmm. I still drive. I just brought seven tow trucks, maybe a month ago. Seven of them, because the company that I run for 
or outsourcing. They're getting they're, they're getting they're, they're getting rid of that because it's costing too much money. So why not sell them and then have somebody else do exactly what we're doing, but we don't have no overhead. Okay. And they so they so. I'm gonna tell you this, man. They sold me their trucks for seven hundred dollars a piece. Sheesh. Damn. Tow tow trucks. And see, and, and that 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 happens from you being in the game and networking and not being afraid to talk to people, I right? So the C, I knew the COO personally. Okay. He, I can get on call on the phone right now, and we and when I got the phone, you would think that was the CEO of the company, yeah, because we talk like you know da 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 da. So he's invested in me because he knows how many cars that I move. So why not sell them to me? Because mm-hmm. he want to get them off his hands. At the same time, he's helping me. You yeah. cannot buy a tow truck for seven hundred dollars. No, no way, no, no way, nowhere, <laughs> nowhere no way. No truck. Yeah. I'm talking about with the aluminum on it. That uh, and some of them, some of them run. Some of them got engine problems and all that. They wasn't pristine, but still, you can't buy no tow truck for seven hundred dollars. Listen, man, you know, and the gem, the gem in that is you taking action and like opening your mouth, right? It's a lot of times people are scared to talk. Yeah, but but the fact is, you've put yourself in a situation where you could talk to people. You're networking. You're finding all kinds of jobs. You're finding opportunities because of action. Off, I was dropping cars off last week. Sorry to cut you. I was dropping cars off last week. They hired this guy that had a, he had his own junkyard. He had about ten tow trucks. He wanted to buy them tow trucks so bad he was bad mouthing me. So I pulled up in one of my trucks. You know, got the got the logo on the side of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there. So he says, "What happens to all the tow trucks?" So I'm playing stupid. I said, "What tow trucks?" He said, he said, isn't that uh isn't that Malik's truck? I looked at it. He said, yeah, that's that, that's his truck. He <laughs> said, well, he said, well, the cocksucker brought all the tow trucks. I said, well, how much did he how much did he buy them for? He said, I don't know. He must be sucking somebody's dick. <laughs> I this I, this on my kids, bro. On my kids. I looked at him like this cocksucker. He said. I said, I don't know, man. I'm just a driver. He said, yeah, I can dig a brother. And shook my hand. <laughs> he was talking to me about me, bro. Yo. Oh, that's crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. I said, and I let it go. I didn't say nothing because that's not the, that's not the time or place. Yeah. So, you know, I could have grabbed him up. Who are you talking to just now? But what that's going to do for my business? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. That's actually flattering. That's yeah. actually flattering. Yesterday, yesterday, man, my right-handed guy, yesterday, I was leaving the yard. The yard is six acres. And I got like I got like a Can-Am. I ride my little motorcycle around. And I see a truck parked where it ain't supposed to be parked at. So I said, damn, what, what, what's going on over there? And I ride up on him. The guy, he's 100 deep in dumping tires in my yard. You know, oh. you, never, you never see the big top. He got a tractor trailer. Where's the tires, bro? In the daytime. It was 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Come on, cuz. I hate people that do that. Someone did that to one of our buildings. They uh, We came to our building. Bro, and they put a bunch of tires up on the floor. People, they tripping, man. They tripping. So I, I said, yo. So I said, yo, I said, yo, you going to take every fucking tire and put that shit back in, the, in that trailer, man. Know what he told me? I promise you, man. I can't make this shit up. Know what he told me? What's that? He said, um, uh, Malik is my people's. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't take this one. I said, "Motherfucker, I'm Malik." <laughs> he said, oh, "I apologize, man. I'm sorry, man." So I said, "He had me so mad." Said, no, I'm coming from Jumar. So I said, "Damn, man, I'll be right back." My joint is hanging up right there, anything. I said, "I'll be right back." I came and took my joint off and all that. Put some more sneaks on. I sent him haul ass out the yard. 
in a tractor trailer. Where, where you where you where you going? He hauled ass out the yard. He knocked the traffic light over. I got on my motorcycle. I promise you, bro. I'm following him on the motorcycle. I'm coming like this around the joint. He he stopping. He gets on the express on 76. I'm still behind him. He see a state trooper. He pulls over and stood in front of the state trooper and got out. I was like, listen, man. I'm going to come in the yard. I just don't want you to do nothing to me. I said, I'm not going to do nothing to you. Just come pick them fucking tires up. <laughs> I followed him back to the yard. He came and picked the tires up, man. Why, uh, man? Listen, man. Yo, you're living a movie right now, man. Your whole, yeah, your whole, your whole right? story, your whole story like, from beginning to right now is literally a movie, man. Like, you know, you got to news about me. Like, I'm, he's talking about some Malik my peoples. I couldn't hold that one. I said, motherfucker, <laughs> I What are you talking about? Talking to me about me, but that's how you know you're in a different. That's how you know you're in a different place right now. Where you're talking to people about you, man. You're doing amazing work, man. Listen, so so man. On the flip side of that, man. uh On the flip side of that, I tried to bring. I brought four dudes with me, man. Mm -hmm. Because I when I first got the lot, I said, "Come on," because it was too much. I'm thinking in my mind, "No, all right, I'm gonna bring some dudes with me." And Mm -hmm. dudes backed out. And once them dudes backed out, I still embraced them. But when I flourished. When I flourish with my trucks, when I flourish with this yard, everybody don't celebrate you, Jim. Everybody mm-hmm. don't celebrate you, bro. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't celebrate you, man. That hater stuff is really real, man. It is. It is. More money, more dudes, problems. I, yeah. I had dudes get away from me, man, or trying to, you know, just because everybody don't celebrate you, bro. Everybody don't celebrate you. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. But but you, the thing is though you got to keep keep moving because you know you you know what you're doing you know your purpose now and you're doing good right, work right, because the people right. that you do help believe you me they appreciate it because you're putting food you're literally putting food on on people's table right. and that can't be denied like I, to me that's the most that's the dopest thing even with me in real estate when I when I hire a uh, uh, you know a black a black carpenter or a black plumber yeah, or a yeah, black roofer yeah, yeah, the money yeah. I'm paying them I'm literally right. putting their kids through school right, right, you know what I'm right, saying so right, it's like right, right. I, you can't you can there's nothing else. That's real tangible. That's stuff you could touch. People could tell you all day long about what they do, but you know, you're physically, you're literally helping people, man. So let me ask you a question, man, because we're not going to be on too long, but I want to ask you, what's the future for, like for your business? We see you like you're, you're expanding, you're getting into towing and all that. What do you see as the future? Like what do you, you know, see the future for your company? The future is once I get, I'm at, I think I'm at nine. Once I get the 10, 10, a solid 10 with tow trucks and regular trucks and it, it, I can, and I can micromanage it. Mm-hmm. Then I want to get with Carrie because Carrie said something a while ago, man, about why he really started this joint about start trying to cut the recidivism down with people coming out of jail and getting the trucking school. But you know what I'm saying, you know, or whatever. Yo, that is crazy. Right, I we love got it. The space, right, we got the space. So because everybody don't have five thousand for for, for, for for school, it's everybody true. don't have it. And the thing about it is that I don't care what rec- what kind of record that you got. You come out and you can drive, man. We can help you get your license. So we'll try to get with the city or something like that. You see what I'm saying? Whereas though they can give me some grant money or or I don't need the money. I just yeah. need to go ahead or to get somebody that's certified that can say, you know what? All right, I can test them. They can, okay. I can test them and they can do it. I don't need the money. Yeah, I yeah. got the trucks already. You yeah. know what I, mean? I don't need no grants. I just need send such and such down here. Such and such. He is official. He's a, from the city that he can test somebody and give them their joint. That's all we need. Yeah, because sometimes, because sometimes, yeah. man, people, because like I said, yeah, that's what makes your story so unique. Because you did time for something you didn't even do, right? Right. And, right. So, so, so imagine how many people are in that situation where they need an opportunity because they've already like, because I know so many brothers that would look. I just took the plea because I couldn't fight it, right? Right, right. But right, at the same right, time, right. at the same time, that makes sense in the moment. But then when you're actually trying to rebuild your life, it's very difficult. 
because you know all they all they see is the paperwork. They don't know. They don't exactly. put context exactly. or anything behind it, right? Exactly. So exactly. we need people. We need people like you who are out there willing to like you know put your hand out and help those brothers and sisters out there. Right. Like, look, you know, um, here, here's an opportunity. Give people opportunities, man. Yo, right. What's crazy is you had a champion coming out though. Like you, you, you did a few things before you got back to the city. But once you got back to the city, and you and you had that that, that conversation with Carrie, you had a champion in your corner. At that point, exactly. you was able to flourish and succeed. Exactly. Yeah. And and a lot of people that's, don't have that, that champion. Exactly, and you could be that's exactly the point. Exactly. I had somebody that was backing me. You see what I'm saying? And everybody needs some help, man. Absolutely. All of us, all of us do, man. All of us all do. Of us need help. My, and my point is to our listeners and people out there watching, man, like we need to be that for each other. Like, so right. if you're watching this, man, take the, take heed to the story and understand that you can change someone's life, which in turn, like the whole the effect right there, you never know, man. So man, listen, I just want to say, man, I salute you for the work that you're doing now. Um, you know, it's amazing. Your story is amazing to me. I feel like so many people need to hear this and we're going to share right. this with everybody. And hopefully you guys share this as well, because right. I mean, you literally are living a movie, man. You know, you, you know, you really yeah. are sitting on, you're sitting on a movie. I, I, I yeah, you're sitting, that, on, you sit, you know, you sitting on the gold mine. You're sitting you on the movie. On the gold mine. It could be, right, a, ne- right, it could right, be right. a Netflix series about your whole, sto- your whole story, <laughs> man. Like, because, you know, at the end of the day, man, you, you, you made something out of yourself. And, and, you know, a lot of us don't do that. So that hustle that you have in you, man, you can't teach that. You you had that hustle. Yeah, right, right, right. And you can't right. teach that, man. They, they say they say when you, your stomach starts growling, man, it builds character. So let me ask you a question, right? Um, someone that wants to, uh, you know, maybe someone out there is in trucking school, in trucking school, they want to get in touch with you. What's the easiest way for them to get in touch with you to maybe, you know, um, see if they come email, right email me, Malik B, M-A-L-I-K-B-H-S-H. Malik okay. B-H-S-H at gmail.com. Email me. I'm opening up the ideas. You see what I'm saying? I can use help around this lot. Okay. And I'm and I'm and I'm with that too. I'm with you. Know what I'm saying you got a little brother, you you a little cousin or something. Man, they know knuckleheads. I put them in this lot, man. I got all these. I got all this work around here. I need this lifted. I need this moved. Have them okay. come down, man. Have Absolutely. Them come down to the lot, man. All right. You know so I'm gonna I'm gonna share your yeah. email with, with all this. I'll share your email. Anybody out there in the Philadelphia area, you got a little yeah. knucklehead. Something. Right, listen. Right. Come on down. Got some work for him, man. Listen, man. So. Yeah. Right. Malik, man, this has been amazing, man. So um, I just wanted to thank you for your time as well, man, because we, we definitely needed to hear this story, man. I want to thank you for your time. And for our listeners out there, um, make sure that you know, you share this information. And as always, I got to show that me and, me and Corey got the book right here, Own Your Time and Space, that we wrote. Make sure you pick that up. That'll be yeah. in the description. Um, listen, man, this has been an amazing episode. Your story is amazing. So when the Netflix series comes out in 20 years, people will come back and watch this interview. But to our followers out there, listen, you always say it's not about how much money you make, it's how much you keep. Game elevates, man, and peace. All right.